been a ministry partner all these years he's been around to hold our hands and encourage us and keep telling us that we can do it uh, we've had many ups and downs but through the twists and turns of life he's been with us and uh, year after year he comes to bless us the one thing I know is that anytime he comes around to preach he preaches prophetically this man is a mighty prophet of God he's a great teacher of the word of God he's an outstanding apostle he's a man that I believe in I respect him and I appreciate him and my joy and my privilege through him you know sometimes God just brings somebody your way and he becomes a, a golden link you know uh, through him I have been deeply connected to Bishop Doug Hayward Mills amen and his life and ministry is blessing me mightily 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 this evening he's here again yesterday was something else but tonight I know the roof is about to break off God is going to take us to higher levels my joy my singular honor to introduce to you the resident bishop of the Kadesh the assistant to Bishop Dagiwad Mills my brother, my friend, my ministry partner, Bishop E. A. T. Saki. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? Fantastic. Sit on top of your enemies. Squeeze them. Suffocate them. Crush them. Make them feel uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here. Amen. God is gracious. Amen. And God is with us. Hallelujah. And um, it's a blessing to see what God is doing. And um, all I'm waiting for is for the roof to go off. <laughs> Amen. And then we're entering our cathedral very soon. You should have shouted your loudest. Amen. Winner takes it all. I see winners sitting here today. You'll not be a failure. You'll, be, you'll win every battle of life. Did you shout Amen wonderful wow so it's a blessing to be here and to share with you um briefly because um as we grow we don't preach too long what do you think about that we try and preach short but it's loaded amen i want to thank god for my dear brother reverend dr jonathan ekuban amen fantastic we all finished school we all agreed not to go to school again not knowing that he was going to school secretly before i, re before I realized no he was being made a, a, a receiving his doctorate degree and me i still have my same five chapel international is my home amen me he invited me are you here of going home so I preach what I have to preach when I finish I go 
What do you think about that? Right. So briefly, tonight um, we're going to continue what we talked about. Amen. We are raising the band of Christ. Hallelujah. And Jesus said in John chapter, chapter 15 and verse number 8. Let's look at it and read it out loud and clear. And then we shall run through what we have to do today. Herein, can we all read together? Ready, go. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Amen. So sh shall ye be my disciples. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Amen. God wants you to bear much fruit. I, I feel that some Christians are using family planning in the, even in the church. That's what I suspect. Yeah. Because normally when these days, because of economic situations, people marry, they give birth to two, three, our grandparents, they give birth to, I know somebody, he's, uh, he's, he has 65 other brothers and sisters. When, when the father sees, sees him, he says, there's so many, I don't know which of the women is a boy's mother. And the man became Ghana's uh, chief farmer. How do you call it? Yeah. Best farmer. Because all the children happen, happen on the farm. How will you not be the best farmer? 65 children. Yeah. That's how it is. But in our modern day, we are so careful. We are using also family planning method, which I can understand. Give birth to two, three, one and a half. I mean, all sorts of things. And we are, we, it looks like in the church, we are employing family planning methods also in the church. Yes. <laughs> what a shock. We are employing the same contraceptives. We are using them in the church. That's why, by listen to the words of Jesus. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. Amen. That you do what? Bear. In other words, in the church, you must give birth, baby. I want us to see a choir. 200 members in the choir. We should have shouted your loudest amen. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. If you go to Korea, the choir alone is about 3,000. The choristers alone. About 3,000 member choir. I tell you. So, no family planning in the church. Have you heard? We are giving back baby. Someone say baby. Our church will multiply and multiply and multiply. Shall your loudest amen. So, in this convention, we are driving away barrenness. I said we are driving away what? Barrenness. We will not allow it in the church. Can I have a loud amen? amen. We will not allow anybody to be, to be barren in the church and spiritually. You give back. You no, know, when we talk about ashes, you must have ashes meeting that can fill this church. Amen. Yes. Yes. Those who, are, who believe are clapping. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, we can have ashes meeting. 
there are 400 ashes in the church. Yeah. I tell you. There are times that um, Bishop, uh, the UD churches went to the Independent Square. You were there. Yeah. The choir alone were 7,000 choir members. It's possible. Everything is possible. God will increase and multiply us. We cannot have such a cathedral and we will not fill it. No. God cannot bless us. You see, when I, I see the building that is coming up, up here, there's no way we can have such a building and it cannot be filled. The house of God shall be filled. Yeah. Shout your loudest amen. Yeah. So just for five minutes, let's quickly look at what we talked about yesterday and then we will carry on. The five Hebrew words that we learned. What is, um, number one is what? Akar. Akar means the destruction or removal of the generative organs. It's a type of barrenness. When your generative organs have been removed. Hmm. <laughs> it's a serious thing. I either go home. Not your clapping. Not your clapping, but your ability to do something. Okay. <laughs> Let's carry on. Are you there? Yeah. So when the Bible said that Sarah could not have a child, it was a car. That is, ability to give birth had been removed. But the same Sarah, we saw her holding a baby. I see God turning your story around in Jesus' name. Shout amen again. Right. And what is number two? Shakal. And shakal means what? To miscarry. To suffer abortion. To be bereaved of children. Are you there? Right. That is shakal. How many of you are not here yesterday? Can I see your hand? You're not here yesterday? Give me a wave. Okay. So for your sake, I'm summarizing. All of you in the middle of the day were not here yesterday. Father, forgive them their sins. All right. So to miscarry. In other words, you see, it's also a type of barrenness. When you actually take seed, but the seed is not able to be retained. You take seed because when a woman is pregnant, it takes nine months to, uh, for the baby to grow fully and then to be delivered. But some people, after two weeks, they do the pregnancy test and they are pregnant. After, uh, after six weeks, after three months, then suddenly they begin to feel a little discomfort. Before you realize, they begin to see blood. And then they go to the hospital and the doctors tell them, we are sorry to tell you that you have miscarried. They actually took seed, but they could not retain the seed. And that is what happens in the church. The reason why we don't grow and multiply because we abort what God has given us. We miscarry. There's miscarriage. But I believe that it's ending from now in Jesus' name. We have big programs. We invite so many people to come. But then we are not able to retain them. After a few weeks, we go back to where we are. It was called Shakal. But today, we drive a Shakal in Jesus' name. Number three is what? Melecha. And Melecha means what? 
a sorted land, a desert or a barren land. Now, that is very, very, that cannot produce. And that is also something else. Now, when your land is so salty that any seed you put in there, it doesn't work out. Anything you plant in there dies after a while because the land is not fertile. May God make our lands fertile in Jesus' name. And then number four, I didn't hear you. Utter, which means, what does it mean? To hold back, to enclose, to restrain, to shut up, to withhold. Thank you. Now, that is a very serious one. And I feel that that is what many church members suffer from. Where we withhold what can give birth. Withhold our gifts, our talents. I'm telling you. Withhold what God has placed in us. That can be a blessing. We withhold it. Are you there? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Withhold it. The woman is about to receive what will make her pregnant. But when the man is about to release, the man withholds it. <laughs> okay, let's stay there. Let, 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 let's carry on. We finished this one yesterday. Are you there? No, I'm telling you, in this church, there are people who are rich and very rich in this church. And you can even be richer if only you don't withhold what you have. Yes. Yes. People can support the work. People can join the choir and sing. People, there are many people who can sing better than all the choir combined. But you are sitting on your gift. All you rather do is to criticize the choir. One of these, as you criticize it, your mouth will twist. You will see what will happen to you. You are looking at me. I'm talking to you right there. Instead of coming to join, you are just saying, oh, oh, this person, person should have sung the solo. Is this thing That's what you are saying. Why don't you come and teach us what you must come and join us? That's what you must do. Are you there to go home? People can do things. Everybody, you know, I don't believe in a church where people just come and go. Everybody must be involved in what is going on in the church. Can we allow us amen? I don't believe in a Christian who just comes to church and goes home. And all they need is anointing. Oh, pastor, anoint me. Pour oil on me. Oil for what? Why do you pour oil? For what? So that you be... I mean, can you not go and pour oil on yourself? Can you not pour oil on yourself? I mean, they sell oil in the, in, in the pharmacy shop. Go and buy one and pour it on yourself, and that's okay. I, I'm telling you, one bro, I know one brother, he told me that... <laughs> he told me that he was being baptized. I said, how do you baptize? He said, I baptized myself. I said, hey. I said, how do you baptize yourself? A real brother told me, he said he went to the swimming pool and went down to baptize myself in the name of Jesus. I said, that is called swimming, not baptized, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. He said he baptized himself in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. He baptized himself. He said, hey, I have not heard so before. So if someone can baptize them, you can also anoint yourself, isn't it? But if we are anointed and you go home with that, what is the anointing for? Anointing is for service. Can I have your loudest amen? Anointing is for you to be sharper and to be smarter and to be more useful in the house of God. 
may, you, may God make you useful and relevant all the time. Shout amen again. You, and the more you get into the work of God, the more you see the, the blessing of God in your life. Amen. I said amen. God is going to help you. God is going to bless you. God is going to use you. Shout amen. We need people to teach children, the children's church. We need people to help protocol. We need people to join prime ministry. We need people to do things. Never say that there's nothing to do. They say, hear my life. One of the standards say that, let none hear you idly saying, there's nothing I can do. When the souls of men are dying and the master calls for you. Let nobody ever hear you saying, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. There's something you can do in this church. Can I have an amen? And the blessing will come when you get involved in the work of God. I'm telling you. You see how God will promote you. You see, you cannot get wear your lipstick and come and be smiling around. Come and do work in the church. Come and do something in the church. Cannot get wear your hair. Come and say, shake your hair. Come, come and let's work. I'm talking to you. I said, I'm talking to you. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. You restrain your blessing. You, you restrain. You are not able to release all that God has given you. What is number five? Tia, which means what? Pardon? Yeah. Like a wilderness. Dry land. Wilderness. Our church will not become a wilderness in Jesus' name. Can I have your loudest? Amen. Let me give you um, two more things and then we move on to other things. But I feel blessed tonight. Already. I'm going to give you two Greek words. What I gave you were, two, were five Hebrew words. Now, let me give you two Greek words very quickly. Turn the Bible to Luke chapter 1, verse 7. Luke chapter 1, verse 7. The Bible says, and this is, this is talking about um, Elizabeth and then um, Zachariah. The Bible says that, and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. The word here is a word steras, steras, S-T-E-I-R-A-S, steras, steras. All right. Now, which means... You know? Wow. It, it, it means to be stiff. To be unnatural. Okay. Did you get it? I said, did you get it? This is a teaching convention. Tell your neighbor, it's a teaching convention. All right. The word serious means to be stiff and unnatural. Stiff. Are you there? To be stiff and to be unnatural. <laughs> you know, when somebody is stiff, have you gone to preach in a church where people are stiff? Uh, 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 Dr. Gilbert, have you gone to preach in a church where people are stiff before? 
I'm telling you, it's very difficult to. Yeah, people, their faces are like, like a. <laughs> what a shock. I mean, no matter what you say, mm, 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 stiff and unnatural. I'm telling you, plastic faces. Now, that is also a type of barrenness. Stiff. Have you sat by somebody in church who is so stiff before? Or are you sitting by somebody right now who is very stiff? Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and ask him, are you stiff uh, or you are flexible? Ask, are you stiff? Uh, please. Some of you can't even touch anybody. You, can't, you are afraid of him. So are you stiff or you are, flex, you are flexible? It is a type of barrenness. I'm telling you. This is, Bible says that Elizabeth, she was barren. She was stiff. She had grown. She, had, she, was, she was older. She has passed the age of giving birth. And she had all her bones and all her. There's no flexibility in her life. I'm telling you, a church without flexibility, there will be no life in the church. A church where everybody is conscious of who they are. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Some of you, brother, because of a lady you are proposed to, you can't dance in church. Or you, are, you become so stiff. I'm talking to you. I said, I'm talking to you. Because you are proposed to the lady, you want to impress the lady. Hey! Your stiffness will make you barren. Yeah. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. You are waiting for a response. Because, so you have, to, you have to behave like you are diplomat. Meanwhile, you are just, you are just from Kotobabi, uh, dead down here. Uh, you, you, are, you are behaving like you just arrived from Switzerland. You are just from the Kotobabi. That's where you came from. In the Kotobabi around this area. Kotobabi. Here, no. Here, no, isn't it? Who are you? Are, who are you? You are going to borrow somebody's glasses. You are looking like. Stiff. Stiff. I'm telling you, sometimes when you are praying for people living, you can feel some stiffness in some people. I'm telling you. Some people are so stiff. It's like me, I will never fall down. So don't fall down. If you fall down or you don't fall down, it doesn't affect my pocket anyway. It's up to you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You are so stiff. You cannot receive anything. One day I laid my hands on a man. The man was like a piece of wood. I'm telling you, I, I mean, I laid hands, when I laid hands on her, his wife, his wife was like butter. I mean, like butter the knife is going through. I said, bring her, bring her back. I mean, we pastors, we enjoy it too. When you can feel the flow. Everybody wants to go to where the flow is, I tell you. So when you are even preaching, when you go to a places where the people are responding, they are standing up, they are receiving the word of God, you want to go to that area. I'm, I'm saying something. I said, I'm saying something. Are you there? Yeah, you go places and people feel, oh, they, they are young boys and girls. We are not young anymore. Some time ago, we were young, but now we are not young anymore. You know my age. I'm almost 70 years. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. We are no more young. So, this young boy, me, I'm a big man. So, what? 
Why, why is the big man taking you? Why is he taking you? Your big man, why is he taking you? Mm. Why is the big manism taking you? Big manism and diplomacy. Diplomacy is an evil spirit in the church. I'm, I'm talking to somebody here. I'm telling you. So if you behave like you don't know how to. Mm, mm, you know how to chase girls. You're, you're, you're looking at me. Keep looking at me. You can't, check. Mm, mm, mm. You can't open your mouth and talk. The same, you can't say, hey, Sissy, when I see, when I hear your voice, my heart begins to move from the left to the right. Look at the way you're talking. Look at the way you're talking. Yeah. I'm giving it to them, I tell you. I'm giving it to them. Some of some ladies they don't behave, they behave as if they don't even go to toilets. Yes. I'm telling you. There are some ladies, that's if you look at them, you or even even if they go to the toilet, the toilet don't smell. That's how they behave. The way you look at them. Yeah. You, you are looking at me. I'm talking to you. I say I'm talking, keep looking, I'm talking to you. The way you behave in the church. You're moving. You're moving. Hey! I tell you. What a shock. Are you still in church? Push it and say, come on, relax. Don't be too stiff. Don't be too stiff. So if you can't even laugh in church, you can't even smile in church. Say, come on, come on, come on, take it easy. Take it easy, Kakrawai. Take it easy, Kakrawai. Abba. You are making our church like a dead church. You are making our church like a cemetery. The reason why I'm telling you, and that's the truth of the matter, the reason why many of us left a certain type of church and joined this type of church because we wanted life. The stiffness was too much. The pretensions too much. Still people are often pretentious. Say, Bishop, say it again. I say, stiff people, they're often pretentious. They are so stiff, but they are pretending. Yeah. The reason why we, this is, our churches are called charismatic churches. We believe in the Holy Ghost. We believe in life. We believe in shouting. We believe in noise. We believe in the flow of the Spirit. For liberty, Christ has set us free. I'm telling you, stiff churches don't grow. Say so Bishop, say it again. Stiff churches don't grow. That type of barrenness, it will never let you give birth. I'm telling you. Elizabeth, she was, but she was, she was barren, she was stiff. No flow. Your husband says, 10 here, 10 here. Oh, oh why should I 10? I'm tired. Just do what you want to do and go. I said, you are lucky that there are children in this church, I tell you. I'm telling some wife, that's what some wife behave. When a man wants some movement and some small stars. Say, just one, one pastor told me, Bishop, can you believe that my wife, when we are ready for action and I'm ready, she's reading a book. I said, finish and go, and she's reading a book. Nonsense. Wicked woman. 
You're looking at me. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Are you still there? So stiff. So stiff. No flexibility. No flexibility. Ah! Every day, cadaveric position. No cadaver. Dead body position. Dead body position. There's no way in the Bible that says that it should always be cadaver. The woman should always. The woman can also go on top and do some stuff. For those, for those who are married. Hey, come on, sit down. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Only for those who are married. Are you there? Pastor says, won't you like a wife to take over? Would you like her to take over? Today, I'm riding the horse. I'm in charge. I'm in control. Would you be happy about that? Would you give her an offering? Kato Shakabato Sata. Some wives are like headmistress. I'm telling you. Strict. Strict. Yeah. I'm preaching. And you bring it to church. There's no flow. Some of you, when the pastor sees your face, he wants to end the sermon. The way your face is, I'm talking to you. Keep looking at me. The pastor, but the way your face is all strict and serious. Like the headmaster, when the pastor gets to where you are, they look at your watch. Uh, what is the time? The pastor must see that I'm looking at my time. And especially those who sit in front, first two, first two, three rows. Hey! We disallow you from becoming stiff. If you are stiff, you can sit at the back. You can sit at the back. Around here, around here. We will not allow you. Tell your neighbor, this is your last one. This is your last warning. This is your last warning. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. There's not a time that the choir has sung that you have stood up and clapped for the choir before. There's not one day the choir has sung beautifully. You stood up and clapped for them. There's not a day that the drama has people have come to dance nicely and you stand up. Every day you are so stiff. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? It is called barrenness. Barrenness. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Are you still there? Yeah. I'm telling you. Our churches, you see, attractive people are smiling and laughing people. You can never have a straight face and be attractive. The best makeup you can wear is a smile. Not the best makeup you can wear. Every day your face is driving away all the brothers. You the sister. You want a husband also, but you can't smile. Abba, what behavior is this? I said, what behavior is this? Meanwhile, you end up, you're the husband too. But all the men are afraid of you. They are afraid of you. Alomba <laughs> Jata. What a shock. Am I talking to anybody here? Am I preaching to anybody here? 
telling you. I'm, I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. I'm dialing your number. Pick the phone and answer the call right where you are. Right where you are. You cannot take us back to Orthodox. We are a charismatic church. And don't take a hand. Huh, answer the call. Answer the call right there. Hallelujah. You cannot take us back, take us back to the cemetery. We have been delivered from the cemetery. Allow us to dance. Allow us to shout. Allow us to preach. Allow us to make some light. Judge some noise. Come on, give the Lord a shout. I'm preaching. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor. It looks like when I shout, you are not happy. I'm sorry. You are not the reason why I'm here. I'm here because of Jesus. Allow me to give Jesus a shout. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> Look at them. It's a blessing. You see, there's a woman who also suffered from the same stiffness. Yes. There's a woman in the Bible. She suffered from the same stiffness. That is David's wife. Are you there? Because Bible says that David was happy and playing. But this woman was so stiff that when David was rejoicing before God, she was even upset with her husband. I'm telling you. Yeah. She was upset that David would dance and rejoice. And play and be happy in, in the house of God. And so when David came home, the woman was so upset. Uh, so, so the uh, food was not ready. I said, Oh, is my lunch ready? He said, Which lunch? Krasini began to insult her husband. Bushman. You call yourself a king. Bushman. The way you are dancing, throw your legs about. Krasini. What a shock. You call yourself a king, a king, a king. Are you there? And then say, Why? What have I done? So look at the way you are dancing. You call yourself, you call yourself a Reverend Doctor. Is that how Reverend Doctors behave? Is that how Reverend Doctors behave? What a shock. I'm telling you, this woman, and David said, ah, is it because I was dancing before the Lord that you are complaining tomorrow come to the convention? You see something else. David, David told his wife, tomorrow you come and see what you have seen is nothing compared to what will happen tomorrow. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And David said, because of what you have done, there's a God who chose me beyond, before I mean above your father. He chose me and anointed me. He performed our dancing. 
And because of what you have done, I'm going to play. But we say from that day, God shut her womb. She became barren. She, she suffered from this thing because of her, of her stiffness. I'm telling you. And despised people were free and loving God and serving God. Nobody should bring stiffness around us. Look, tell three people, I'm warning you. I said, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. Don't intimidate me. Don't, don't bring stiffness. No, I'm, warn, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. Hallelujah. You may call us childish. We still would like to love God and praise God. Because if we shut up, Jesus says stones will rise up and praise him. You shut up and see. Shut up and see. Last Sunday, I was saying to, in the church, the church, I said, let me pray for all the people, the students going, I mean, those who are students who are going to school. The people who came forward. I said, hey, more than half of the church are students. But I prefer for them to be young and not have money than to be old and big men and not, not serve God. I enjoy them. They are around. They are serving God. They are happy. I prefer them. I prefer them. I'm telling you, to big men who come and control the service. I'm telling you. Some people come and they control the service with their big men, big, big manism attitude. Control the service. Yeah. Yes, national security here. What a shock. Are you still here? Boss, I don't know why you went to say that back today. Are you there? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. So now let me continue preaching. Some people, have, some people know preaching has never kicked you to stand up before. No matter how. Uh, uh, Reverend Jonathan preaches, you will never, even amen, you don't say it. Because me, where I came from, I am a, I am a whatever. Hey! I'm telling you, if you are not healed of this terrorist, this type of disease, uh, we will not see increase in our church. I'm telling you. Yeah. Are you saying you have gone home? Elizabeth was stiff. She was stiff. She was stiff. You're not married. You're not married yet. You're not married. Why? May, may God give you a pastoring wife. You know a pastoring wife? When you touch her, then she goes like this. Oh, oh. Not a manual one, manual one, you like that. No. Pastor, when you turn it gently and it's going like that, going like that, going like that. Some wives are as stiff manual wives. I'm telling you, manual. It's almost like like Nekinika. Some of you, when it comes to praise and worship, you are like Nikanika. You never move your body. You are looking at me. I'm talking to you right there. When you go home, you know how to move your body on the girl. You are looking at me. Keep, keep, keep looking at me. 
Nikanika brother. I said Nikanika brother. I said, may God give you a past steering wife. It's beautiful. When you are driving a past steering car, the way you see the way he's kneeling down, he's receiving it too. I'll go, I'll go and meet you. I'm taking serious. The man has taken it. Look at him too. Look at him too. Go to the past steering wife. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. A past steering wife. Listen, I was not prophesying. No. They've taken it serious. May, may, may what you believe come to pass in your life. Not a wife who is like a schoolmistress. Mm. Sit down, let me continue preaching. Yekato Shando Rabatas. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Yeah. Look at what happened. Luke chapter 1. He said verse 7. Now go to the breakthrough that happened to Elizabeth. Verse 36. Verse 36. And behold, this is a prophetic word. And behold, thy cousin, Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Amen. This is a prophetic word. The, the, the same Elizabeth was stiff. Something happened to her. And the Bible says that your cousin, that, that angel is speaking to Mary. Say your cousin, Elizabeth, the one who was called stiff. Something has happened to her. I see something happening to somebody here. She was called barren. But now, she's six months pregnant. I see every barrenness living your life. Every stiffness is living your life. You will see fruit in your life. You will see fruit in your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Your life shall be fruitful. The one that they used to call barren, nobody will call you barren again. Nobody will call your church barren. Nobody will call your ministry barren. Nobody will call you a barren person. There shall be fruit in your life. Your business will not be barren. Your marriage will not be barren. Your home will not be a barren home. May God bless the works of your hands. May you see increase in your life. May you see fruitfulness in your life. Say, I receive it. Balita Randu Sibraha Fanka Bahataya. The one that they used to call barren. There's somebody here. Your business has become like a barren business. But now your story is changing. I say your story is changing. Your story is changing. They will not call you a barren person anymore. They will not call you a fruitless person anymore. I'm telling you. I see the rain of God falling upon your land. I see them falling upon your business, falling upon your ministry, falling upon our church. Nobody will ever call us barren again. Today is the end of barrenness in your life. What a word. What a word. Listen, verse 7 said she was barren, 
Verse 36 says, they used to call her barren, but now she is pregnant. There's those who call you barren, those who say things are not working in your life, they will see the blessing of God upon your life. They will see the reign of God upon you. They will see the hand of God. Say, I receive it. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? You are the reason why I came tonight. I said, the reason why I came tonight. I see our church growing. I see our church multiplying. I see the increase of God in our lives and ministry. Our lives, our ministry shall be lively. I said, our churches shall be lively. Our marriages shall be lively. Our homes shall be lively. Somebody say, lively. Hallelujah. People around you, they can, they'll find life around you. They'll find life around you. Amen. One day I invited a lady to church. Years back, when our church in London started, she told me, Bishop, I was not a bishop, they said, Pastor, I want to go to a breathing church. A church that is breathing. I said, breathing. I've never heard that scripture, that the scene before. I, said, I want to go to a breathing church. I said, come. And when, he, when he, she came, said, your church is not just breathing, it's pumping, pumping, pumping. I see life in our ministry. Shout amen. God will keep us exuberant. I said, exuberant. I've shouted from, 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 uh, when did we start shouting? Preaching and shouting. Uh, when, when was it? 1982, 83. That's what we said, shouting. We are, not, we are still shouting by the grace of God. We still have life inside of us. I pray to God. God gives me life when I'm 80 years. You come and see, hear me preaching. I'll still be jumping and shouting. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Kato Shaka Bahatas. Are you still there? God will keep us alive. Amen. Our churches will be lively. Exuberant. There will be exciting people around us. As exciting people around us. Yeah. Amen. I said amen. That's why we have dancing stars. It's all part of the church. Part, come and dance. I'm saying when you come to church there, the guys who carry the pulpit, the way they will dance, I say, oh, I like it. I like it. I like them. Let them come. Let them be happy. Because people are too stiff. I prefer some laughter to sadness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> are you still in church? Some people are like deep freezes. Hmm. Yeah. Look, I'm telling you, we have to remove deep freezes from prominent positions in the church. Hmm. Deep freezes. Look, when I, when I see our dear father here, you see, even the smiles on her face, in his face, the smile is like a young person's smile. I really, I really, that's when I came to church. I didn't greet you. I came to shake his hand. God, he, he, he's, he's a young man in the spirit. It's a blessing, amen? I'm telling you, even when you grow, there might be youthfulness inside of you. Yeah, inside of you. Don't let your age make you despise young people. Don't despise them. Don't despise them. I'm telling you. Don't despise them. Amen. We must like them. We must be happy about them. Because go elsewhere. Young people don't go to church. Go to Europe and see. 
There's nobody, a, a, a church, one day we went to a church, the pastor, the priest in the church, he was watering the plants Sunday morning. He said, because people didn't come, so he wants, he has a job. His job is he's a priest, and people didn't come, so he's now watering the plant. The plants are his church members. Watching the plants outside the church, watching them with a, with a, with a whatever, a water can, just watering the plants. Sunday morning, 10 a.m., nobody came to church. Nobody came to church. So when we come to church, we see young people sitting in church and they are dancing and shouting, please let us be happy for them. Can I have your Lord and say amen? Let me accept that they are going to church and they are serving God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I see this young boy, all of you, I don't know where you came from, but I'm happy to see you. Because some of you, people like you, they are at my bet, betting for gambling, gambling, that's where they are. I hope, I hope you guys don't gamble. You gamble. You go to my bet. May you never go to my bet in Jesus' name. Some young people like you are smoking weed. Have you smoked weed before? Are you sure? Never go anywhere, anywhere near weed. Have you heard? Have you heard what I'm saying? Eh? Young girl. Hey, young girl. Are you hear what I'm saying? Eh? <laughs> Isn't it better for you to be in church and they be dancing here than for them to be standing at gambling? Isn't it better for them? Yeah, it's far better. Somebody say far better. God say far better. We want young people in our churches. I love you. When I look, when I made the altar call, hey. I looked at a little person who was married. I looked at her face. Hey! I said, hey! And I said, I'm great Everybody's a young boy, young girl. Hey! But I told myself that doesn't matter. These people will grow to become good leaders in our nation. Our nation. I prefer, I prefer them than to have only 18 year old people sitting in church and they're sleeping when you start preaching. Yeah. No, I'm saying that we have to remove deep freezers from prominent positions in the church. Quite deep freezers. We are the board member. We are the board, board, board. You have a board like that here. We are the board. We are the board that controls the pastor. So we are, the, and, and a lot of churches, unfortunately, they're impressed by these people and they make them, you are going to be the, the board members of the church. And they, they don't pray, they, they come to dictate to the pastor what the pastor must preach. But they don't pray, they're not spiritual too. Many churches are being controlled by a board. A board. Board of Dickens, board of what? But these days, please let's go and see the pastor because this is when it comes to church, we close too late. We are not seeing it, we are going to close even later. If you like, watch and see. About will be here, about will be here. Are you still in church? Okay, the board, the board wants to have a meeting with the pastor. Which board wants to meet the pastor? Yes, we want to know the vision, the direction of the church. Please come and say, please don't let me say something that you'll not be happy with me. What do you mean? What do you mean? Mm. That's how it is. Yeah. One day, some several years ago, one 
elderly lady. She came to us, and we are happy to have the elderly ones amongst us. They despise our churches. They make us feel they endorse us, but they cannot control us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, one day an elderly lady came to see Bishop years back. But just but when Bishop preaches, they will summarize the message and go on. One lady came and said, Please, every week you summarize the message. Can you just go on with your preaching? Go on with the message. Like, why do you always summarize? Just go on. Do you understand? Look, you come and you are summarizing the point. You come and summarize, please. Don't summarize. Just go on. Just carry on with your preaching. Then don't, don't be summarizing the message. And lady, she came to say, Bishop, this. Mm. Yes, stiff. Plastic woman. Chef, please, can we just go on with the message? It's always summarized. Like when I can say that, let's look at yesterday's point. Some of somebody may say, why don't you just go carry on the message and recapping and summarizing? Please, just go. Will you go on with your message? Will you go on with your message? It didn't take long. She left the church. And we're happy when she left. We're very happy when she left. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let's let just carry on and finish. Hallelujah. Just sit down and let's, let's complete it. The second Greek word that you must know about barrenness is, is in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 8. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The word barren here is the word agos. A-R-G-O-S. Agos. Like a shop in London called Agos. Okay. Agos means inactive, inactive person. Unemployed, lazy, and useless. Inactive, unemployed, lazy, and useless. It also means to be idle. Slow and barren. All right. To be either slow, this one is barren. All right. Laziness is one of the main causes of unfruitfulness in ministry. Lazy people are inactive. Amen. Their laziness makes them useless in the house of God. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Are you here? I said Agos means what? Inactive. Unemployed. Lazy and useless. It also speaks of being idle. Idle. Slow. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. The Bible says, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you are neither 
lazy or another barren, which means lazy, you are not useless, you are not unemployed. I see God employing somebody here. God is engaging you. You will not be inactive. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right. So, unfortunately, churches are made up of a lot of inactive people. A lot of churches. That is why I started by saying that in this church, where I'm a, I'm a part of this church, am I right? Where we are, we will not allow you to be inactive. We will not allow you to just come and idle around. Amen? The Bible says in a beautiful chapter in um, Matthew chapter 20, I believe, when Jesus talked about a man who went out to engage people, the Bible says that he found some people and he employed them. He said, come and work in my field. I will pay you this amount of money. And then after, after some time, he went back and found some people also idling. And he said, come and work in my field. And then he went out again and found some other people up to the 11th hour. Bible says he found the people idling. And the man said that, one of them said that, because nobody has engaged us. Nobody has employed us. That is why we are idling. And in the parable, as in Matthew 20, find it and put it up for me. And then the Bible says that, and the man said, come and work in my field. I will pay you something after the, after the work. You know, God doesn't work, doesn't like idleness. Can I have an amen? Can you not find the scripture? Is Matthew, isn't Matthew 20? All right. Okay, let me find it for you myself. All right. Matthew. Uh-huh. For a king of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder which went out early in the morning and hired laborers in the vineyard. All right. And when he had agreed on the, the laborers a penny a day, he sent them into the vineyard. All right. Let's go on. And he went out about third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Ye go. Uh, go into the vineyard and whatsoever it's right, I'll give you. Next verse. Again, he went out, again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. Every time you go, you find some people who are still idling. Every time people are still idling. And he went the eleventh hour. Bible says, and he went out there and found others standing idle. And said unto them, Why stand ye here all the day idle? And then what did they say? And they said unto him, Because no man hath heard us. He said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. Now, what I want to say is that in the kingdom of God, there's no unemployment. There's nobody in the, the kingdom of God in the church. There's nobody that is idle. That must be idle. Because in the, the man found people idling because nobody has employed us. And the man says, You come and work in the church. Nobody must be idle. Can I have an amen? In this ministry, nobody must be idle. It is a sign of Barrenness, a type of barrenness. When you are lazy and idle, 
I tell you. Jesus said, the laborers are few. We are looking for laborers, not big men and executives. Somebody say amen. amen. Are you still in church? I said, are you still in church? Yeah. That is why Peter said that it is being you and abound. They make you that you are no more barren. You will not be barren again in ministry. You will not be barren again in the church. Shout amen again. Are you still here? Are you blessed by the way? I said, are you blessed by the way? There are a few more things I would like to show you, but time is gone. I see this clock intimidating me on the side. Test me, I have two minutes to end. Father, I'm led by the spirit, not by the clock. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you blessed today? How many of you are going to be here tomorrow night? Tomorrow night we are going to pray. No, as I was speaking and speaking and speaking, tomorrow night I'm going to lay hands on you. And I'm going to pray that God will make it relevant and useful more than ever before in your life. Can I have an amen? Can I have a louder amen? But I'm saying to you here that Bible, God doesn't want you to be idle. God doesn't want you to come to church and just fall asleep. Mm. Hold your neighbor and shake him and say, I'm just checking whether you are awake or you are, you, you, you are, you are sleeping. There was a church. There was a church where somebody died in the church and they had to bring the ambulance to carry for a person who is dead. When they came, they had to wake up about 30 people in the church before they found out who was dead. Because everybody else was sleeping. So when they shake you, you wake up, ah, okay, you are not dead, you are not the one. And they are looking for the dead person. But everybody was sleeping. So the dead man and the sleeping, they are all the same. Sleepers. So you wake up, hey, they try to carry you. Oh, he's not dead. Leave him. And they go, he's not dead. Until 10 before they found out who was dead. The rest were sleeping. What a shock. What a shock. A barren church is a church where we don't have convicts. People are not giving their life to Christ. A, a barren church is a church where we don't have new, newcomers coming to church regularly. Nobody invites anybody to church. That's a barren church. A barren church is a church where there's no evangelism and outreach. A barren church is a church where we can't see many marriages, but I see many marriages in this church in Jesus' name. Can I have an amen? I prophesy many marriages into your life and to this church. Are you there? I said, are you there? Yeah. A barren church is a church where there are no givers. People don't give. They don't give. Some people, they swear. Even if, even if TDJs comes, I'll give 10 CDs. <laughs> what a shock. Let me read a, a last scripture to you and we close. Turn to Isaiah chapter 54. The clock says my time is up. Look at it. Time up. In case you don't believe it, let me show you. Why, why I'm ending now. Have you seen it? What is, it? What is here? It was red. Who changed it to, to blue to uh, this one? Time up. <laughs> so I'm ending now.
<laughs> Isn't there? Can you see time up? So we are ending now. It's not my fault. Okay, last scripture. Father, I... I, 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 I Okay, let's read. Have you found Isaiah chapter 50, 54? Let's all stand out to our feet and read. Isaiah 54. And I want us to read this passage loud and clear because it is a prophetic word for somebody here. Shout amen. Can we read it? Ready? Go. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. Thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I hear a somebody beginning to sing now. Life is coming to your life. Joy is coming to your life. Barrenness is leaving you. I say barrenness is leaving you. I say barrenness is leaving you. God is giving you many children, many pastors, many branches, many, many, many children. Say, I receive it. Are you there? Can we read verse 2 together? Verse 2. Ready, go. And light the place of thy tents, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, strengthen thy cord, strengthen. Somebody shout amen. Look, look, look at what is happening. Look at what is happening. Verse 3. Verse 3. Ready, go. For thou shalt break. I see you breaking forth on the right hand and the left hand. I see you breaking on the left hand and the right hand. Say, I'm breaking forth. Say, I'm breaking forth. Say, our church is breaking forth. Our church is breaking forth. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Let's read on. And thy seed, let's go on. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. We shall inhabit places. Verse 4. Come on, say it. Let's start again. Ready, go. Verse 4. Fear not. For... You will never be ashamed in this life. You will never be ashamed in this life. Let's read on. Neither be thou confounded. For thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth. The reproach of thy widowhood anymore. Anything that brought you shame, you will not remember it again. Any, any, anything that brought you down, you will never remember it again. I see God give you a new, a new page, a new page in your life, a new page in your life, a new page in your life. Verse 5. Verse 5. Read on. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. Amen. I said amen. Verse 6. Verse 6. Ready, go. For the Lord had called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. 
and a wife of youth. When saith thy God. Verse 7. For a small moment have I forsaken thee. But with great mercies will I. I see God gathering us. I see God gathering us. God will gather us. God will gather us. Shout amen. And the last one, verse 8. And we close. Verse 8. Ready to go. I hid my face from thee for a moment. But everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, says the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. I prophesy to you. I prophesy to you. Barrenness is leaving you. You shall have many children. Those who come to our church will stay. The spirit of beauty is staying in our church. I can become attractive. 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 May the mercy of God fill our lives. May God cover our lives. In the name of Jesus. May we see increase. May we see multiplication. May we see great breakthroughs. May life come into every life here. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May transformation take place. May the glory of God be seen in our church. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands for the Lord. Lift your two hands up high. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you. A higher place than Lord plant my feet on higher ground. A higher place than I
Father, we lift our hands to you tonight. We pray that barrenness will live every life. Barrenness will not survive around us. Any type of barrenness, any type of barrenness, we drive it out of our lives. We drive it out of our lives. We drive it out of our lives. In the name of Jesus, give us life. Give us life. Let there come increase. Let there come multiplication. Let us come expansion. Let there come extension. Like never before. Like never before. We are breaking forth from the left and the right. Yes. We are breaking forth on all sides. Amen. Nobody can limit us again. Amen. We are limitless. Amen. Nobody can limit your ministry. Yes, Lord. Nobody can limit the church. Yes, Nobody Lord. can limit our increase. Yes, Lord. I think increase. Yes, Lord. I think multiplication. In Jesus. Take away idleness. Amen. Take away laziness. Amen. Take away diplomacy. In Jesus. Take name. away everything that makes us become barren. In Jesus. In the name, name of Jesus. Amen. Bless your church, O God. Yes, Lord. Bless your people, O God. Yes, Lord. Take us higher. Yes, Lord. Take us higher. Yes, Lord. Take us higher. In Jesus' Take us higher. In Jesus we refuse every work of the enemy. Amen. We refuse every limitation. In Jesus' name. Any word of the enemy. In Jesus' name. To restrain your people. Yes, Lord. We refuse it. Yes, Lord. We refuse it. In Jesus' We refuse it. In Jesus' We refuse it. In Jesus' We are released. Yes, we are released to expand. Amen. We are released Amen. to grow. Amen. We are released Amen. to prosper. Amen. We are released yes, for multiplication. Yes, we are released in, in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you yes. for the blessing. Yes. The blessing. Yes, Lord. The blessing yes, Lord. of a new season. Yes, Lord. The blessing. Yes. of a new day the blessing Jesus. of singing and shouting Jesus. the blessing of rejoicing Jesus. the blessing of life the you. blessing of attractiveness yes, the blessing of flexibility in the name of Jesus Amen. we thank you Father yes, we honor you Jesus. we give you praise Jesus. in Jesus name Amen. in Jesus name Amen. in Jesus name Amen. somebody clap your hands and give the Lord a shout Shout like you believe. 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 Shout like you are alive. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed tonight? Yes. Are you blessed tonight? Yes. Are you going to come tomorrow? Yes. Listen, the enemy has played the spirit of barrenness in many lives, but I tell you, you are released from that barrenness. Amen. You are going to see increase you have never seen before. Amen. What is what is not working will start working from now. Jesus. I said it will start working from now. Amen. It will start working from now. Amen. There will be no more miscarriages in your life yes. and ministry. Amen. There's no more miscarriages. Yes, business that you start, it will flourish. Jesus. Your business will not die. Jesus. It will flourish. Amen. It will flourish. Amen. It will flourish. Amen. 
I bless you tonight. I receive it. I bless you tonight. I receive it. I bless you tonight. I receive it. May you enjoy a flourishing time. Yes, Lord. A flourishing time. Yes, Lord. You will not wither. You will not wither. Yes. But you will flourish. Your ministry will flourish. Your life will flourish. Amen. I bless you tonight. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For tonight and for your word and for your people. Be glorified in every life. Be glorified in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want you to walk out of your chair, hug seven people and tell them, you will not be buried again. You will not be buried again. Seven, hug them. Tell them you will not be buried. You will not be buried again. Tell them, tell them, you will not be buried. You will not be buried. You will not be buried. Your ministry, your business, your 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 home, your children, your your ministry, your marriage. You will not be buried. Jesus, Bessie, sound was a breath. Obama is Oh, yes, you bet. See, sound was a breath. Oh, bet. Emma is you. Emma, Emma, walk. Oh, my two. Sound was a, sound was a. Masia. Hey, yes, you bet. See, sound was a breath. Oh, bet. Emma is Hey, say I'm not miss one. 
Offering and close. Listen, we have to close now. We have to close now. All right, all right. It's working, I tell you. We like people like this in the church. Yeah. Like people like that. Do you like people like that? Do you like people like that in the church? I tell you, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hallelujah. Okay, okay, okay. Now we are ending now. Hey! Hey! Are you here? Okay. Alright. Take out your offering. If you took an envelope home yesterday or you have an envelope that you should bring, please bring the envelope now. You have an envelope. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Bishop, thank you. Thank you. And receive your envelopes. What a blessing. Thank you. Anybody who took an envelope home? Thank you. Thank you, Council. Thank you very much. What a blessing. What a blessing. Beautiful. 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 The rest of you can be seated. Take, bring your envelopes. I want to receive it with my hands. Captain. Champion. Professor. Eh? Come, 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 come. Ah! You can go and you can come in. After giving nice offering, you can go like that. I want to pray for you. What do you want God to do for you? Okay, say it in my ears. Can I tell you what he said? Father, fulfill every, every desire in his heart. Let it come to pass quickly. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. You're blessed. <laughs> Any envelope you have, please bring your envelope. Fantastic. Beautiful. 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 Wonderful. Anybody else took an envelope home yesterday? Wow. Are you blessed you came? I said, are you blessed you came? Now, tomorrow is Friday. Isn't it? Today we have closed. It's not yet, it's, it's, it's not yet 1 o'clock. We have closed already. What a, what a shock. So make sure you come tomorrow. Amen. Make sure you come tomorrow. Can I have the, some envelopes here? I want to give you. I, I enjoy. Do you enjoy go, going home with your blessing in your hand? Right. Give me envelopes. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Is there oil here? Oil. Fantastic. We are close now. All right, beautiful. I want you to come for this envelope. Now, this envelope is a very, it's an anointed envelope. Amen. Amen. If I'm going to give the three categories of people, number one, anybody who is a parent, you're a parent here, you want to plant a seed on behalf of your children, that your children will always serve God, never be wayward. I want to come and take my envelope and plant a seed 
of 200 cities. For, not for you, but for your children. Come for my envelope. Come for my envelope, please. Your parents. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Fantastic. God bless you. You are a parent. When you say, Lord, let my child never, never be wayward. Some of you, your child is going to receive scholarship. I tell you. Could I have quite friend, friend, friend? Yes. Quickly. Well, God bless you. Just come for my envelope. Very important. Bring the envelope tomorrow. Plant a very special seed on behalf of your child. Come, come for my envelope. I'm waiting for you. Come. Sometimes I don't know how your child is going to turn out. But somehow, God will bless your, ch your, your, your children. Can I have an amen? Anybody has any parent who can believe God? And say, Lord, I'm planting this seed on behalf of my child, my children. Plant this seed. Very important. Ah, beautiful. Now, if you are here also, right? I'm sure some parents will like to, are you a parent? Who sent you? Your mother. You know why your mother is giving offering? You know why? Because she wants you to serve God every day of your life. Okay? Your mother wants you to go to a good school like Wesley girls. Go and give it to your mother. Wow. God bless you. Amen. I said amen. Right. Now, this second set of M. Now, if your parents also me, you couldn't give 200, but I can give 100. Give God a hand of praise, somebody. What a word. I said, what a word. Hallelujah. Uh, if you have been here from the beginning of the conference up to now, you will see how the Spirit of God has been moving. Yeah. And all these great men of God are reinforcing scriptures and messages that God has given to us the past weeks. All the scriptures. I think we use Isaiah 54 during all night or so. And uh, it's been wonderful. It shows that God is saying something to us. You know, and I told you that anytime God is speaking to you, he doesn't speak to you once. When you are saying something to somebody that is important to you, repeat it. So God is repeating these things unto us through different servants of his. Which means that we must sit up, listen to this word, and act on the word. Amen. And I trust God that from today, we are a different church. You are a different family. You are a different businessman and woman. You are a different student. Fruitfulness is your portion. We are blessed on all fronts. Amen. Let's appreciate Bishop Saki one more time. Such a tremendous blessing he's blessed us with. Amen. Okay, now 
These books, you need to get them. Hallelujah. The escaping the offense trap. You must escape every offense trap. In this world, there will always be offenses. And you have to learn how to overcome them. And we have documented things here that's going to help you to be able to overcome every kind of offenses. In fact, offense will either bring about a demotion in your life or a promotion depending on your reaction towards it. And so it's important. Offense trap. Never marry without reading this book. Everybody. If you're a business person, you own a company, make sure that you buy some and give to your staff so that you know, it helps them. And then this one on bitterness. The causes, the cost, and the cure for bitterness. One is 40 cities. But then if you are combining them with the other books on the winner's life and how to step into your new season, I give it to you. For, you get it at a discount of only 120 cities. And uh, it's going to bless your life. Amen. Yeah. It's going to bless your life mightily. Praise God. Tomorrow, Bishop is going to be laying hands on people. We are going to be anointed. Don't come alone. Come with your family. Come with your friends. Come with your relations. And come with a heart of readiness to receive something special from God. Amen. And also decide that you are going to be a fruitful Christian. You're going to be used by God. Amen. Okay, may we stand to our feet? We want to thank Fresh Breeze for coming. Let's appreciate Fresh Breeze. Wonderful, wonderful ministrations. To God be the glory, great things He has done. So loving. The well that he gave us his son. Oh, yeah, let his life find out all men for sin and open their life. That only to God, to God be the glory.
Shall we pray, Father? We're grateful to you for all the great things you've done, for your wonderful word and expression of ministry. Thank you for the impartation of grace upon our lives. Now, may the angels of God accompany you. May they surround you. May your words be called salvation and your gates be called praise. May the evil eyes set against you be blinded. Amen. And every satanic hand that is stretched against you, may it become paralyzed. Amen. We curse that hand to wither. Whatever is yours, we refuse the enemy Amen. from gaining access to your life. Amen. May God give you the upper hand in every contest. Amen. May your hand be raised up as a champion over every challenger. Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. May you possess your possessions. Amen. May the fresh breeze of the Holy Spirit blow upon you. May the rains of God come upon your life. May your life become like a, like a watered garden. Ever fruitful and ever flourishing. Those who thought they would see you at the back, may they now see you in front. Those who thought that you'll be down there in the valley, may your life be lifted up and be placed on the mountaintop for a glorious exhibition. May it be well with your home, be well with your business, be well with your family, be well with your marriage, be well with whatever you do. May God give you a new song and a testimony. Whatever used to be impossible, may God make it possible for you. May you receive a new song and a testimony. In blessing, the Lord bless you. In increasing, may increase you. In multiply, may he multiply you. In Jesus' precious name, everybody say a big amen. Amen. Okay. I'm told today's wrap, I think they had a little challenge, so they are going to be sending to your uh, WhatsApp group or your meals for you. Amen. Let's make our faith confession together. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shalom Aleichem.